search methods. Hello and welcome to the Research Methods podcast of the Management Center Innsbruck. I'm your host, Dr. Eugene Bogristov. In this episode, we are going to talk about the correct selection of pictures and words for your implicit association test. If you want to know more about the implicit association test, please listen to our previous episode on the implicit association test. In an implicit association test, you have to have two groups of concepts, which you are going to compare with each other. On the one hand, you have to have the target concept, which is, for example, dogs or cats, and you have to have the attributes, which are, for example, degree of cuteness or degree of ugliness. If you have already pretested pictures and if you have already pretested words, it is the most secure way to go. Try to find a similar research and see what kind of pictures, what kind of words other researchers used in their research. For instance, we regularly get some inquiries for pictures with a true and fake smiles which we used in our implicit association test and of course we're trying to share them as much as we can with other researchers the same happens with words in our research we used words associated with low distance and high distance and if you would like to use this words, just go to our paper there is additional material attached to this paper you can just download the words and use them in your research what you have to do is just to make a reference to the study where you take your words or your pictures from. Unfortunately, it's not always possible that you have all the pictures and all the words and can use them as, as you would like them to use. Sometimes you have to develop your own words or your own pictures. In this case, it is pretty simple. If you have the pictures, you have to be sure that people differentiate between two concepts. Imagine that you would like to see whether people associate cats with cuteness or ugliness and dogs with cuteness or ugliness. In this case, you need pictures of cats and dogs. It is pretty straightforward if you have a picture of a cat and picture of a dog that people will differentiate between them. So you don't really need to protest them as long as you don't have cats looking like dogs or dogs looking like cats. Usually it's not the case, it's not the problem, that's why you just take these two pictures, people can differentiate between them and it's fine. Sometimes you have the more complex task. In one of our experiments, we wanted to see what kind of psychological distance people associate with true smiles and fake smiles. In this case, we needed to have pictures of true smiles and fake smiles, and not everybody can differentiate between these two types of smiles. There are two ways to proceed. The first one is you make a pretest, it means you show the pictures and you ask a sample of participants to decide whether this smile is a true smile or whether this smile is a fake smile. And then you make the comparison and you take let's say five or four pictures which are clearly differentiated so the participants can understand which smile is true smile, which smile is a fake smile. There is also a different procedure which we applied in our case. We took the FACS, Facial Action Coding System, and we tried to differentiate based on this facial action coding system between the true smiles and fake smiles. In this case, you need also an additional step. So after we know as researcher that half of the pictures are true smiles, also called Duchenne smiles, and the half of the pictures are fake smiles, we needed to show them to people before they start making their implicit association test. 
before you start your test, you have to introduce an additional page where you show the comparison between the two types of smiles. And we used a table where we had on the left-hand side pictures of fake smiles and the same person on the right-hand side showing the true smile. In this case, we could be sure that people can compare two pictures, understand which one is where, and then you can run the test. If you want, you can also make an additional test and show that it really works and people could differentiate easily. If you have words, then it is slightly different. You have to find words which are related to the attribute which you would like to measure. If you would like to see whether people associate cats with ugliness or cats with cuteness, you need to have words which are associated with cuteness or ugliness. We did the following. We took the word, let's say, ugly. We went to the website thesehours.com and we entered this word and took all the synonyms which are related to this word. Let's say we took about 10 most fitting synonyms. Then you take one of the most fitting synonyms, click on it and see the synonyms which are related. In this way, you make a list of words, let's say about 15 for each category. So. 15 words associated with ugliness and 15 words associated with cuteness. Then you make an additional pretest where you show these words and ask people to rank them, to drag and drop them to the first place if they are closer to ugliness and to the last one to the bottom place if they are not associated with ugliness or uh, they have the only weak association with ugliness you can sort out the words which are mostly associated with ugliness and words which are not associated or have a pretty low association with ugliness. And the same you do for cuteness. At the end, you will have 5 to 10 words associated with the attribute you would like to measure. When you have the association, you have to run the rank test. I think it was Friedman rank test and you can see if there are statistically significant difference you can say that okay these five words were different from other words so they are the best one to use it is interesting that if you have the non-significant result then i would interpret that it's actually doesn't matter what kind of words you take will be the first five or the last five words because they are not statistically significant in their difference with regard to association to ugliness or cuteness in this way, you can collect the words, you can collect the pictures, and you can use them in your implicit association test. And you also can assure the reviewer of your paper, which you're probably going to submit based on the data you collect from the implicit association test to an academic journal. If you have any questions, if you would like to know more about the tests, if you would like to know more about ranking or words and picture selection, let me know in the comment section down below. Write me an email if you have any question. Thank you for listening to this episode. Stay tuned and I wish you good luck.